Yes, yes, the people. Welcome back to another uh, exclusive episode, let's say, of the Pint Size Pod. Uh, where today we're going to be having a beer. Well, me and Ugni are going to be having a beer uh, and a chat uh, with a couple of our good friends, Jake and Dan, uh, surrounding the, the the topic of body image specifically, and I guess the general aesthetic area um, of business and on of health uh, and its effects uh, on us mentally and physically. Uh, so, how are we doing, fellas? Ugni, been a long time. It is, mate. It's, it's been a long time. I'm excited to excited to chat. I'm very excited for this episode. Very um, excited. And good to see everyone. Good to see everyone. How are you doing, Jake? Yeah, not bad at all, mate. Good to see both your faces. Uh, and any faces, whether they're uh, on a computer screen or not, are a welcome, welcome thing in my life at the moment. For sure, yeah. We all... Uh... We all feel better for, for for seeing each other. I mean, it's not it's not the the situation here isn't isn't so bad. It's especially not as bad as it is back there. But um, yeah, good 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 always see old faces and, and and reconnect. I guess that's one of the reasons that we do this, so we can you know we can speak to people that we you wouldn't normally uh, you wouldn't normally reconnect with if you if you you didn't have have the reason to. You know, so always good to do that. Ugni, what are you drinking, lad? Mate, I'm 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 trying to join you in San Miguel, but I'm not going to lie to you. It is pretty pony. So, what's the rating then? What's the rating? I mean, it's it's very flat, and I don't even know. It tastes like apple juice slash feet. So that's gone off. I'm going to go for a three out of ten, mate. Three out of ten. Is that situational, or is it just? Are you going to are you going to claim that all San Migs are three out of ten? Because I've got some I've got some friends that would. They would oppose that that claim. I'm I'm going for a solid four around three right now. Three um, situationally you know four. You, you four hate me, you hate me. So well, we do we do celebrate ourselves as being a controversial pod. So uh that, that I mean that sort of fits the bill, I guess. Um I, I I'm I'm personally not a fan of San Mig as well. I think four has been generous. But um I'm drinking a Guinness. Um out of a can. Well, it's out of a can, so I, I reckon that brings the it was Paddy's Day yesterday, though, so context, contextually, that that sort of situationally that takes it up, but then the can brings it right back down again. I'd say this can of Guinness is is a, is a good six out of ten. It's it's definitely not made for drinking out of a can and the widget in there always just rattles around, and it's it's just generally not a, that enjoyable of a drink. What about you, Jake? What what what, what alcoholic beverage are you sinking your teeth into today? I am controversially for this podcast pretty much teetotal, except for on nights out which is horrendously boring. I actually nearly bought a can of Guinness specifically for this podcast really? and forgot while I was at the supermarket because <laughs> that's the way my life is at the moment. Um, so I would have at least been able to mimic you on the rating system. Things. Mm, yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, very boringly, majority teetotal. Fair enough. Uh, and why, why Why is that? Is that is that to do with your training? Or? Not at all, just... If I was 100% honest, I don't love the taste of it. Uh, mm. And I don't get very much out of casual drinking. Uh, oh. I tend to just not sleep. Uh, if I mm. Say if I have two or three pints, I fall asleep fine. And then I wake up at like one in the morning and can't get back to sleep. Um, and it just kind of takes the enjoyment out of it when you end up just getting three hours sleep after having a couple of drinks. Like that's kind of the purpose of it is, is to be able to chill out and to enjoy Medicate, yeah. yeah and yeah. I just don't get that out of it yeah. um whereas eight pints I, f- I sleep just fine and I have a very good time but context context dependent yeah exactly yeah I, I agree I agree with you there I mean um that's I think that's a good a good a good outlook to take on it I mean if you if you enjoy a couple of beers or like if you enjoy a couple of beers to sit down and chill and you can do that and without any ad- any of that adverse stuff that you mentioned it's sound, but also it just a sound to 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 only touch it when you're when you're on your on your night. Anyways, uh, I mentioned just there was one of the reasons uh, for your training program or, or or for calories or whatever that sort of stuff. Give us some sort of background to to anyone listening now. Um, who are you? What do you do? Uh, what sort of journey have you been on since sort of we 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 left we lost a bit of touch since since you left school? What have you been What have you been up to? Uh, so. Uh... In terms of what I do, uh, I, until very recently, was an in-person personal trainer um, and had an online uh, nutrition and training coaching company. Uh, so essentially delivering all the services and support and guidance and accountability that people need in a remote capacity. 
um, to get whatever results that they are looking for. Um, majority of our clients uh, are female or uh, probably male looking more down the route of uh, more of a sustainable approach. Um, I'm not a quick fix body transformation coach. I'd much rather look at someone's lifestyle and fitting into their lifestyle, still being able to go out with friends. Uh, despite my uh, admission there that I'm teetotal, I'd much rather be able to help someone fit in um, some drinks, meals out with their pals or their partner or whatever. Um, and actually a big part of our service is to do with working on people's body image and, the, and their relationship with food. Um, and yeah, just to finish that, uh, we've actually just uh, taken our entire business online and um, put all the eggs in one basket um, to build our, our company uh, called Beyond Fitness Coaching Limited. Uh, so hoping uh, to take that onwards and upwards. Exciting, mate. What, what's the what's the reason for going online? Um, so in person, <laughs> it sounds really fickle, but the commuting time makes a huge amount of difference. So yeah. a 20-minute walk each direction uh, means that every session ends up being a two hours. Um, and the time efficiency of it, it is just quite poor. I'd say the enjoyment of it's also gone a little bit for me. Um, potentially that's just having to disinfect weights left, right and centre post-COVID. Um, but yeah, just honestly, getting we're getting better results online than we are with in-person clients. And I think that's down to focusing on the holistic stuff, their lifestyle, more of the nutrition stuff, uh, and them having to be autonomous. Uh, yeah. They're not relying on a personal trainer to kick their ass or to actually just have an appointment to turn up. Like that's never the arrangement. It is, I'm going to give you all the guidance, all the support, all the understanding and the empathy that you need. But ultimately all of this is going to be on you. Like I, I'm not going to be able to hold your hand for any of it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, enjoying it more, it being, I'd be lying if it, it, it's easier to scale it, it's more profitable. Uh, we're kind of turning over three times the money that we were 12 months ago, um, if not more. Uh, so it makes sense from all directions, uh, which made it kind of a no-brainer. I, I actually sent the email out to my in-person clients today, so that's quite um, quite new. Sure. <laughs> How good. Fresh off the press. <laughs> yeah, that is awesome. Uh, just, to, just to sort of not dive into it too much, because I'm sure we've got, we've got some other sort of controversial and interesting uh, topics to, to, to discuss with you, um, specifically you being massively involved in the industry um, of, of, of health, mainly, like you say, mainly health as opposed to aesthetically. Um, but so you're talking about um, going remotely with your, with your PT business and this stuff. How many hours do you th do you think you spend a week on one client, and how many clients do you do you have right now? So, as a, I, I actually don't know how many clients I have. I know how many clients me and my partner Kate, uh, who are the directors of the company, have one hundred and ten clients. Um, oh. So it, it's probably fifty five each. Um, she she actually might have a few more clients than me, uh, so it might well be. Uh, 53 57 i'm just doing quick math there that's really embarrassing um yeah and each client uh probably an hour um i would estimate um it, it's gonna really be be dependent on the client um if someone's if someone's struggling then it might be a bit more um some of my clients who do the best it's more as well because they demand more of my time and they get more out of me. Um, and then there's some in the middle where they potentially don't buy in enough. And subsequently they don't get as much of my time because they don't give me enough. Um, so for example, the way we, um, one of the main sort of touch points for our clients would be a, a check-in process. 
um, where they fill out a, a pretty comprehensive check-in form. And if they don't give me very much in that check-in form, I don't have much to go back to them with. Um, so a little tagline we use on, certainly on our consultation calls with clients is, is that we like to give the exact amount of support that each client needs to get the best results for them. And honestly, that might be 15 minutes a week for some clients and it might be an hour and a half for others. Um, it just depends. Perfect. There's Matt. Oh, I've got a question, Jake. What's it like uh, living and working with your partner 24-7? It's, uh, it, it's all right at the moment, actually, genuinely. Um, I think because of COVID and it not being a real, like, I think everyone's doing that. If you, if you live with your partner, you're kind of working in the same building yeah. and all that sort of jazz. Um, we've only been business partners from COVID, like from the start of COVID. Technically, the business started January 2020, but it hadn't taken off. Um, there's not an argument yet over it, really. Um, I would say I do the majority of the business stuff. Um, so, you know, if it's dealing with HMRC, if it's um, looking at the email marketing side of things, if it's the website, blah, blah, blah. Um, and Kate is more she has a bigger social media following first off she has a more engaged social media following um women love supporting women and that is definitely the majority of the reason that majority of our clients are female is that kate brings in the majority of the leads so kate brings and, and there's a real like i sometimes feel a bit inadequate in that situation of like how many clients would i actually have if Kate wasn't bringing all these leads in probably a fair bit less I was pretty successful as an in-person PT but would I be doing what I'm doing now probably not but at the same time if I really sit down and, and like give myself credit would Kate be able to put all the systems in place to to handle this kind of volume and to have grown the way we've grown potentially not so I think we're a good team um sure two years time if you ask me it's going to be a right old ball ache and uh, that we potentially say, yeah i was gonna say mate that was a pretty incredible answer for yeah it was a jokey yeah. question of it's yeah. well rehearsed it was, it no, was yeah. <laughs> honestly i don't get me wrong like in a year's time or something i'm sure the business expense of having an office is going to be a real thing in terms of uh, our business is go is it, it's online so we're going to be working from home and like we're going to be living together working from home together all that jazz um i'm sure hot hot desking or something like that when that's appropriate again is going to be a thing yeah. um just to get out of each other's hair <clears throat> yeah uh just one more one more quick question Jake, just surrounding your um your work there, you mentioned before uh, when you were saying the, the comparison to you being an in-person PT and then um, the results, you said the results have got better and the results have changed since you since you guys went uh, specifically remote on, on and, um, and an online business. What then defines a good, a good result? What defines someone getting inverted comma uh, results? Yeah, so what would define... Good results. Ugly top and bees. We've already we'd already covered this, man. I've uh, I've got a Guinness and uh, Ugly's got a San Mig. Everyone listen, Dan's, Dan's just late. Day, but now no I shock. Out the open. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't want to get told off. Nah, no, no telling off on this pod, man. Uh, go on, Jake. What defines your results? Uh, yeah, uh, so we'd have quite a comprehensive uh, consultation process with 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 the client uh, and really dig into what they wanted to achieve. So uh, when I say that I've got better results with online coaching than in person, that would be uh, having outlined the client's goals. We reach them, basically, and are more successful in reaching them. Um, I think something I've learned over the last 12 months and maybe I've just become a bit more, bit more woke uh, for lack of a better word. Um, but to really dig into why someone wants to do something. Um, some people are fueled by 
simply by diet culture and they want to they have these unrealistic expectations of wanting to drop body fat or be horrendously lean um just because they think that they should as opposed to having any real reasons for it uh, so digging into that potentially doing a little bit of um our uh, sort of what would you call it um police work um just making sure that it's, it's for the right reasons that we're not going to enhance any sort of eating disorders or body image issues, etc. Yeah. Um, you're filtering, you're filtering through the thing to make sure that someone is there for the right reasons, as opposed to, as opposed to uh, reasons that are, like you say, unmanageable or that's not going to look either you or the client look good in a, in a, in a way, in a, so to speak, look good. And they're not going to achieve their goal because it's completely unreachable and it doesn't suit what you're trying to, to let uh, even, achieve. even like there's definitely clients that we could work with and, and fuel their body image issues. And it would look great on paper. And I could share loads of their, their, their results and stuff like that. And something I've learned, as I say, just in the last year or so is just to stop and go, uh, are you actually doing this for the right reasons? Are you in the right headspace for this? probably we can get you results but is this just going to leave you in a worse position than you are currently um as as an individual as from a health point of view mentally etc uh because you know i've learned myself uh, getting abs isn't worth it if if you sacrifice a, a boatload of stuff and, and ultimately doesn't leave you any happier but i'm sure yeah. we'll get onto things like that much later definitely um probably worth yeah. i could mention dan's dan's just joined do you want to give a bit of an intro dan mate on, <laughs> on yourself your sort of point of view and then we'll we'll dive into a bit of detail um but, uh, to be honest, I was, uh, while jake was talking that i was racking my brain i couldn't remember the question <laughs> just just you mate just just a bit of yeah. intro on yourself and i guess maybe your maybe a bit about your sort of honor obviously your, well, my, your experience, sort of fit- my experience yeah. with fitness and training and things like that uh, and just who, who you are would be helpful as well. Well, everyone knows who I am, man. <laughs> Don't need to introduce myself. <laughs> um, no, well, lies, please. Mean, Jake would be the first person to. Uh, Jake would be the first person to answer that question. I spent a lot of time uh, working with Jake and bouncing bouncing all my ludicrous ideas over the years off off Jake. Um, he's kind of like the research man, like the whiz, isn't he? But a very, I've got a very impulsive uh, approach to fitness, diet, very extreme. I'll go one extreme, the other. I'll go from just literally training day in, day out, try and train as much as possible within one day to then you'll never see me near a gym. I'll be out in the city chopping pints, eating shite, and, I'll, and, and I won't train for a month. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, probably hence why the body weight fluctuates so much and I go from looking so bloody lush to then looking like an absolute pig. <laughs> I think that, that sums it up. I mean, that, it leads all well to our, my point, really. Um, and, you know, I'll be quite candid in the, in the way that I approach it. But, you know, body image... Well, we're talking body, body image is a couple of things, but I guess I'm talking about the body positivity movement. And um, in particular... Look right, you know. There's, there's no, there's no hard on. We're in a pandemic right now, and you know, underlying health issues is a is a problem. And you know, that comes, you know, from an obesity perspective, etc. And yeah, you know, I'm more than open to hear different points of view, and, and I hope I do. Um, but I don't. I just don't even think that. I mean, it, I very much think that 95 percent of people that say that they're they're fat because they've got some kind of underlying health issue. I think. I think 95% of those people is probably they're just so uneducated in food and nutrition and probably training as well. If you said calorie deficit to those people, they would, they'd, they'd, look, they'd look totally dazzled, like rabbit I mean, in their fights. They wouldn't have a clue what it was. That, and I guess that's my point, right? And, and, and I guess we're, we're, we're in a generation right now where you know, it, it's a, it's a thing and, and you know, it's, it's celebrated to an extent. Right. And, and again, I'm not saying any way that it shouldn't be celebrated. I'm saying where, you know, where, where's, where does, where's the line get towed? Sorry, the line get towed from it being a positive body image to, you know, you generally, mm-hmm. you know, you, you, yeah, you're fucking unhealthy and you need to solve it. Um, and uh, well, you know, it's an open topic and 
Feel free to... Just before we crack on too much, I mean, rule number one of podcasts is you can say anything without having to qualify it with facts <laughs> and things like that. No one can challenge you. That's right, isn't it? So <laughs> yes, Jake's yeah. looking down at that notebook as if he's going about to challenge me. If some facts start coming out and challenging my opinion, <laughs> then it's game over for me. My Wi-Fi, my Wi-Fi route is going down. <laughs> No, um, like, yeah, go on, I guess. But that was yeah, I, I guess I'll, I'll, hand over, I'll hand it over. I don't know if you've got any points on that, I'll um, sort of to add on. But I was just like, I just, I just yeah. agree. I, I don't know if you can agree with the question. I, I guess I do. Um, it, it is a, it's a massive thing, you know, like what you're saying, and and people's body weights do fluctuate. Um, and like you say, it's specifically in the in the in the time that we're in now. You know, the the, type, the world that we're living in right now. Um, people are people are struggling, and you know um, we had this conversation before, Rugs, didn't we? Um, I think body positivity is a, is a is a great thing. You know, if if you can get into a space where you're perfectly happy with a, with a body that you have, uh, because some a lot of people don't have that liberty. You know, some people aren't as lucky as to be like, you know, you, you look at specific um, mental mental health conditions like anorexia or, or, or overeating um, for whatever for whatever way it might be. You know, people. People do suffer with that, and, and and we can debate all day how many people have truly have uh, them things and, and don't, you know. But I mean, it's it's facts that they 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 do exist. But at what point? I guess this was a question for the more qualified speakers because we just we were just spitballing it, you know. We're the only the uh, my experience with with this sort of stuff is is maybe some negative body images or um, thinking. Oh, listen, look, I'll be, I've, I have got myself down that trap before, uh, and I've actually messaged Jake. Couple of years ago, maybe last year or something, saying like, "Listen, I'm doing everything I can, running every day. I just can't drop that last layer of fat. How do I get rid of it?" And all I could see when I was looking in the mirror was that last layer of fat. Listen, I wasn't, yeah. I wasn't unhealthy at all. Um, but I think the the question that we're asking here is, at what point do the wires get crossed between a good, positive mental outset of body positivity thinking, "Listen, I look fine, and 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 that's fine," and then being positive but in a way that you probably are unhealthy and and how how is that to combat you know how can you combat someone's I guess in which in which case do you do you challenge someone mentally and say listen you, you're really happy with your body but you not you shouldn't be not aesthetically but you're doing damage to yourself you're unhealthy uh and yeah you you, you think you look great which is which is perfect but you know, you seriously have to make some some physical changes to be able to to be healthy. You know, you can be healthy mentally, but maybe not not so physically. And the other way around, of course, you can be you can be completely physically healthy, but not 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 mentally. You know. So, Jake, what what's your sort of experience of that with 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 clients? Do people tend to you? I, I know, and I listened to your podcast about it, and um, some of the ideas that you that you that you went with there about the yo-yo diet, and that seems to be. Like that's me involved yeah you're yeah, you mentioned before me. yeah yeah you I mentioned can't get out. one day i'll be literally salads all day protein so high and then the next day you literally just can't you can't drag me away from the bake the baked goods aisle in sainsbury's man <laughs> yeah. do you know what i mean yeah I those do. taste the difference cookies dangerous slippery slope <laughs> They definitely put cool. they definitely put crack in those cookies, like. <laughs> but if it's not on my fitness pal, it doesn't count, right, Jay? Jay, <laughs> <laughs> uh, take that up. Take take that one up. Um, what do you? Th- what, what's your experience with with um, with clients? I guess um, with that, do they do they tend to have? Is the is one of their reasons because they have a bad um, relationship mentally in that side or? I think the vast majority of people who come to us have quite a poor relationship with their body. Um, yeah. Uh, and that varies from quite lean individuals to bigger individuals. Um, on the topic of, of where's the line between body positivity and, and just being unhealthy. That's a really like in my field, it's a really hot topic at the moment. Um, and it's an absolute like, ship. It's a shit bomb. Like you just yeah. don't want to touch it. Um, I think there's there's clearly lots of research on on a health impact of obesity. 
but there's also genuinely scientific research on the impact of, of fat shaming um, and, and where the line is there of this whole uh, thing of straight talking and just telling people, no, you're fat, doesn't seem to be the right way to go either. Um, I, I know I've seen a fair few prominent figures who, who we would all potentially follow because of the background we have who, who love to uh, basically call a spade a spade um, yeah. and talk about being most interested in people's health and well-being but the overall picture seems to be that yes we have an obesity problem and that needs to be solved but say even doctor's bedside manner and and basically a, a, a general pattern of turning around to patients and saying yeah well it's because you're too fat um just lose some weight and kind of oversimplifying it and almost being like well you're just lazy aren't you so lose some weight it doesn't seem to be the right way to go either I think obviously most of us would probably agree based on even just the stuff we've said there it's more of a system systematic problem of uh, people aren't educated from young ages, uh, potentially a, a wealth issue as well. Of I think all of us are, are lucky enough to have had a pretty privileged background and never had to uh, have stuff provided by school necessarily or by food banks and all that sort of thing. And yeah, look at obesity rates, they're definitely higher. I wouldn't higher. say the Granite Barney school was any good, like. <laughs> no, but we probably had the option to go home if we wanted it, um, not relying on school meals just to get fed. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I think most of us, it would be a fair assessment to say that if we're overweight, it is more through choice and priorities. Whereas because we have the education and all those sort of things and can cook and all these sort of skills, whereas much poorer backgrounds, you tend to see much less of that um and much more of a reliance on fast food and these sort of things um so 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 the majority of your clients jake would the uh are you saying they just don't know what to do do they not have the education and know how to get in shape or know how to lose weight or if they got uh like a mental health issue where they're literally just in a hole and it's like a mental block they know what they know what they need to do but they just can't do it I'd say neither of those things, to be honest. Um, I wouldn't say the vast majority of them don't have mental health issues. The vast majority of them don't, aren't uneducated, et cetera. I'd say a lot of them would know what they need to do. Um, uh, there's something quite uh, beneficial to just being accountable to someone. Mm -hmm, um, yeah. I, I pay a coach mainly because I don't like thinking about my own shit anymore. Um, I don't want to second guess how much training I should be doing I don't want to second guess my nutrition because the second it I'm involved and my own ego and my own emotions and psychology get involved silly things start happening whereas I can do it for someone else quite comfortably uh, and I think a lot of people benefit from that um, and even just those moments where you are maybe having a bit of a body image wobble uh, and thinking about chucking it all in um, and sacking it all off because it's not working having someone to bounce that off is, is really quite beneficial for a lot of our clients. Um, so the majority of them know what they're doing, more or less. The majority of them are in... Just need to be told what to do and held accountable. Pretty much. I, I wouldn't say that they are super educated. Certainly, they, I would say they're less educated than you guys on this call, certainly, yeah. when they start. But they're not clueless and they can cook and all those sort of things. Um I guess, I guess my, my point to it, I think, I guess moving, moving away from your clients, I think that's you know, obviously a specific perception that I've, um, population of people that have, you know, gone out there and done that. I think I'm, I'm more talking about where do you, where do you start, right? Like experience, Jake, last time you and I saw each other, <laughs> I was in an absolute hole and I was in a bad, bad way, right? Daniel there. And, 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 and in, in that sense, I guess, when you get to that stage, mentally, you don't really think about your body, right? You're just using mm. your body as a vehicle to just, you know, destroy it to an extent. And I guess my point being is how do you avoid that scenario? You know, where, 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 where's the conversation? I completely understand you can't just fat shame. And I'm not saying that that's the, that's the result here or that's the, that's the solution. But 
where do you, you know, in your opinion, where where does that conversation start from a, you know, whether it's friends, whether it's people, whether it's, you know, or just population Britain in general, right? Where, where does that conversation actually begin? And then how does it begin? Oh, I think... I think it's really difficult to care very much about you, how you look when yeah. you're struggling with your own mental health just to get through the day. I think if you looked at even just like a hierarchy of needs uh, as a human and, and, and your own like life and well-being, if you are going through a bout of something like depression or something like that, or just generally having a real struggle with your mental health, I'd, I'd be looking at that first, um, the actual just mental health side of things before necessarily worrying about about body image. Um, I know it's something you're really passionate about, Agni, is men's mental health and mental health generally. And I think we both agree that uh, starting there is probably much better than focusing on body image and, and aesthetics. Yeah. Um, I mean, we know if someone eats a bit better and does more exercise, that's going to be a good tool regarding depression and the endorphins and the dopamine attached, but potentially, yeah, pro probably looking at the, the, the uh, mental health side of things first. Um, and then just getting into some movement, getting outside. How many people, when you go into a bit of a bout of depression, aren't even, they're not even yeah. getting outside for any fresh air or anything like that. Um, so. Start with 10k steps a day, man. Yeah. <laughs> that, is, that is a lifesaver. That's what got me back on track, not going to lie. Oh, I think it's, no, it's yeah. no secret that over the last two years I've gone from, I don't, well, I, I don't really know the actual stats, but I'll maybe say, for example, I've gone from 85 kilos up to 100. Um, this, obviously, I've been, I've been in hiding, so I hope this, uh, I hope this video is not going to go anywhere. <laughs> it's not like don't worry but um, yeah keep my chubby little face out with this don't need that, okay. that I, was gonna, I was going to ask Dan I guess I, I was interested in your point of view there as well like you know, like, like you just mentioned obviously you've, you've been through you've been through for me, yourself for me it was just it was just pure stress at work I know what I need to do I know how to achieve different things I know exactly what I've got to do I just couldn't do it I just could not get in the right mindset mm. To, to start building up the momentum because it felt so far away. But then yeah. every day I every day I didn't stop it and sort it out. It was getting further away. Yeah. I just That's could it. not face the fact of how if doing a workout and realizing, fuck me, what have I done to myself? Yeah. <laughs> and then realizing how far you've got to go because you, you think, oh, I've got to be so consistent for the next six months just to get half to where I was. It doesn't, yeah. it's just hard to get your head around it, especially when you've got stuff going on at work, especially yeah. at our ages when when rigs aren't necessarily the uh, the top priority. Priority. No. I think that's, from, I think that's just the point. Jay. <laughs> I mean, it is for Jay. <laughs> but that's yeah. just a part of business. Hand in hand. Yeah, and that way, uh, I mean, that, uh, I think we're going back to Jake's point essentially about, about account accountability that they've really done. I think that that is a massive it's a that is a massive part of 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 that fitness journey for everyone. I mean, if you can't hold yourself accountable, Jake or someone like Jake, you know. Uh, um, but it's I the time know, as like, well. It's the time as well, Finkel. Yeah. If you're grafting like Madge, where you, where can you find the time and energy yeah, sure. to be to start pulling your head around a CrossFit session at nine PM after a long day's work where you meant mm. your brain's fried. Yeah, and, you, and then you I, I, go home. If you're living by yourself and you go home to an empty house and no one's made you dinner for you, you're going to instantly rubbish, aren't you? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, to that point, mate, is but is that is that you know, I, I completely agree, I get your point, but is that is that just a priorities list? Is that you know, can you, can sure. you really say that and not say you make you, you make time for yourself because that's that's non negotiable for well, you? Well, but you're very different. I mean, I've had a business to get off the ground for the last two years. I didn't want to look back. I didn't want to look back in sort of uh, I didn't want to look back two years down the line and think, do you know what it is? I've spent more time in the gym. Yeah, so got a cigarette, but a shit. But I'm an, I'm an all or nothing person. I'm either in the office and I'm working hard 
or I'm thinking about the bloody CrossFit Open and trying to win the bloody thing. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that I one think- to Reggie, I think. Yeah, well, I've had a, I've had a, I've had some stern words with him when he just replied to us. But did you see his twenty one point one result, man? What was that on the was that the rule? He reckons he's he's been trying to tell me that he's been in training camp, but his his, his score didn't say so. Like, I think his uh, his new bird's got in his head. <laughs> Remover from camp. We'll have to start a petition. Con- this is a controversial podcast now. We're gonna, get, we're gonna have to get Reggie on to defend himself. I He's probably heard, man. His big, his big bloody lugs have probably heard. He'll be popping into the weight room soon. <laughs> I think, I think Dan makes a really good point there of uh, just the realities of of not of not having time and the realities of uh, why why our nation potentially does have a bit more of an obesity issue. Um, and potentially uh, priorities will change a little bit after COVID, but uh, most of us just live to work. Um, and don't get me wrong, I'm exactly the same now uh, yeah, working for myself, but the stress of it in general is probably not ideal. Um, like Dan, I've never seen a man age quicker in my life over the last few <laughs> years. <laughs> um, no, but he's, he's bang on. Like, why would, why would you focus massively on on fitness and going to the gym when you're absolutely smashing it in business that just comes down to uh, are we ju- are we judging like are we judging why are we judging people on on their rigs and and fitness when dan's uh, built a really successful business in two years and that's awesome it's probably all gonna it's probably all gonna go down the shit like when i start <laughs> getting back into crossfit i was gonna say be, i'm back on the road i'm back on the road bike now like so so uh, everybody else is going to go back on the back on the on the back burner. I know. I was just going to say you'll be uh, you'll be two years down the line, two two yeah. stone, two stone later, and uh, f- <laughs> your wallet will be later as well. I reckon. I think Ugni Ugni's left his job uh, and secretly wants to make a living in podcasts, and he's just he's kind of said he's <laughs> going to New York as a bit of disguise when he's low key. Low New York's just not happening. And now he's sat there with two podcasts and he's even got, what's that little microphone thing you bought yourself? Mate, I've, I've got the whole set up here. Don't worry about that. It's <laughs> podcast king. Um, back to the point. I, I, guess, I think, I, think you almost, you all, I, I agree with all the points. I mean, I guess, do you think, do you think it's an educational problem? Like, yeah, I, I've, I've openly said the education system to me is, I, I challenge the, you know, the challenge the, the status quo there. But do you think people are educated enough at a young age about fitness? It's, it's not, drink. it's literally, oh, I, I hate James Smith, but what he says is bang on. Uh, it, it's, it's, you don't need to be educated to know that you need to burn more than what you put in. Simple as that. Yeah. Um, and so, it's, so we, it's just so easy. Yeah. And so move away from the, the education in terms of the education of how do I actually um, lose weight, but like go back to, let's go back to that point on, on this body positivity. So you have these, I don't. To be fair, I don't know any of them. Uh, I couldn't. I couldn't name them, and I probably would if I could. But you see them um, going like, "This is me. I'm proud of this." And it's probably like someone that's like, I don't know, like 15, 16, 17 stone, and and like for one of a better word, doesn't look in shape at all. You know, and certainly looks. I'm in that bracket. Healthy. Thing. Well, be careful, lad. No, no. But I just mean like post, yeah. post, posting themselves all over Instagram, and like you said, in terms of education. People who are growing mm. up um, at, at that point and going, yeah, it is okay to be who you are, and it is okay to be to be to be positive, uh, mentally positive of your body image. Um, but like we're saying, it's probably not the healthiest thing for your body. No, you no, no so, nah, nah, way. Yeah, so that in, in that education, people looking at Instagram and these, you know, plus size, uh, what we'd say plus size models that what they call themselves plus size models, and going, oh, I really want to be like that. I'm just going to eat eat crap because no one's going to yeah. care. But then in a few years' time, you're thinking, all right, well, I've got a bit high cholesterol, get headaches yeah. all the time, get headaches all the time, and I, and, I, and I can't get myself out of this hole because I, I'm happy with how I look, but I'm really unfit. How do, how do, how do, we, how do we step with that? How do, we, how do we go with that? Any ideas? I don't, know. I don't know how much that happens, you know. I don't know if that's just no? this scenario that we, that we make in our own heads that um people promote body positivity and then kids are going to look at the models and go that's what i want to look like when i'm older um 
we've got a pretty dominant diet culture that probably overtakes that pretty strongly um, and makes kids want to look like Kim Kardashian and stuff. Um, Kim Kardashian, Kylie Jenner, insert other celebrity. Um, yeah. I, I think we're, we're probably in more of an issue of uh, unrealistic body expectations from a point of view of being like lean, having a tiny waist for, for women, uh, the fake boobs, the fake lips, all that scenario. Okay. Um, Why is Ogni licking his lips, man? <laughs> <laughs> so in that in that respect, Jake, then do you do, do, does anyone ever come to you and then go, listen, and I, like, you know what you do in the barbers when you show someone like a pit, oh, I want my hair like that. Does anyone ever go, listen, Jake, can you make me look like <laughs> this guy I'm here? Sure and sure sure it's it's an Instagram model here. Jake on something like that. Yeah, yeah, it'll definitely be that. That definitely happens um, somewhat, somewhat regularly. Yeah, yeah. I'd say I'd say fairly. I'm pretty sure Dan's done it at least twice. <laughs> what, have you seen my gypsy lid at the moment, man? <laughs> Need an underground barber. <laughs> uh, so, so do you think at that point, and um, what do you do to with clients, Jake? That to help them with their with their body positivity, as opposed to, like you say, uh, you, you would say you were more as a like not an in person PT. You know, you don't just deal uh, with people's gym routines. You know, you don't just say, "Listen, <clears throat> sorry, go and do that in the gym, and you'll get better at it, or you'll this is how you're going to get ripped." You know, you you say you probably deal with people's lives more. You change their perception of things. So how does that give them a better outlook and how does that change their own perception of themselves? How does that give them better, a better, more confident image of themselves? I think negative body image generally comes from an over, uh, over importance of the way they look relative to like their self-worth or a connection to their um, identity. Um, so a big thing for me is is just making sure that you you're placing a lot of focus or, or getting the client to place a lot of focus on the other areas of their life that they're successful, the other things that they enjoy, their hobbies, uh, maybe performance if if you're relating it back to fitness, um, focusing on behavioural change they're making that's making them feel better or um, making them in, in, to be more productive. Um, even just like rooting back to what Dan's been saying, uh, focusing massively on the fact that he's built an amazing business. I know he's got a, a dog recently, focusing on, on all the other areas of his life. So who gives a fuck if he's not in the best shape that he's ever been? Like that that's kind of the way I'd, I'd go about it is just trying to actually assign body image to its rightful amount of importance in someone's life, which should be... Uh, a very small to small piece of their life, depending on the person. For sure. So then someone, someone listening to this podcast now, how would you sell yourself then? How are you going to, how, if, if I'm someone <laughs> like not even, not even as a plug, just in terms of like someone listening, because like we say, we're, we're pretty much talking about body image. And I'd say that's the more, what would you say is the biggest, just to, to cut off that before, uh, to say this before the next question, what's the biggest reason? Maybe we touched on it a little bit before. The biggest reason someone comes to you and says, Jake, I need your help with dot, dot, dot. What do, what, what do they say? Well, they saw I'm... my before and after picture for a start. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I haven't seen uh, that one yet. No, neither. <laughs> um, yeah, Dan remains probably one of the best uh, body transformations I've, I've got on, on record. Um, yeah, uh, most of them probably stuck in a bit of a rut. Um, so most of them would just be saying, I, I just need your help getting out of a rut. Um, I've seen a lot of what you talk about on social media, um, uh, seen results or feedback from, from your clients. And, um, that's kind of where I'd like to start off. What's the best bit of feedback you can get off someone then? What's the, what's the one thing that makes you feel, um, <laughs> sort of like, not like not to, to blow your own trumpet or anything, but what's the. What's the main thing that makes you feel actually I've done a sick job with this person and I'm glad they're reaping the rewards of what they've sown, you know? A lot of it would come, so 
from a, a result point of view, it's definitely, I would say, the relationship with food stuff. When when you get someone who's who's completely ingrained in like a restrictive lifestyle, they have to, you know, you'll get some clients who genuinely are dieting on like twelve hundred calories, but there's nothing left to diet really. They're yeah. really lean, but they've just gotten so fixated on like smaller is better, blah blah blah, and they've not eaten anything but rabbit food for like a year and changing their relationship with food to actually enjoying food again and all that sort of thing is probably the most rewarding result for me. Um, the best feedback is always, um, it's a fairly common, I say common, it happens like once a week or something, but someone will say it's the best investment they've ever made or that I've changed their life. And that's me blowing my own trumpet and trying not to act smug. I like it, mate. I guess I'm quite keen to to explore. Um, I know we talk about relationship with food quite a lot, but obviously you mentioned right at the start, right? Your, your relationship with drink has changed dramatically over ten years. Um, what an open question to everyone is: is you know, do you think? I mean, obviously, the Britain is an, is an alcohol fucking fed. It's a fed industry, right? Any any sort of any sort of job, obviously, you know, London mm-hmm. in particular is 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 alcohol set. <laughs> um, what 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 is the relationship with with alcohol compared to with in terms of fitness? Like, do you think it's just a massive um... Ch- changing up what you're drinking? I think for a start, if you're going out chopping twelve Guinnesses on a night rather than sort of 12 gin and tonics you, you, you're making those better choices in terms of what you're drinking you can still go out on the piss and uh, and have all the same good time it's just about literally changing that drink choice really okay fine we'll use that example but like you and I have been out fucking many million times and when have we ever drunk a G&T for, for a first drink like, it's, it's not realistic is it like lads are going to go out and drink pints and and, and my point being is you just have to skip how- one how, how do you just, what, what did he say you just have to skip lunch <laughs> calories in and out man do you know what I mean but I, I, I guess I'll, I'll... first Thursday you know you can't have any dinner <laughs> you know what I mean I don't disagree with you mate but point being is how do, I'm interested in, in learning how you change your relationship with alcohol yeah. in general I guess um, just to answer to, to go without because I, I, I think Jake mentioned it before as well. It's it's just a, it's just priorities in it. You can go you can yeah. go out and 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 drink a load a load of beers and be like fuck it. You know I'm supposed to be doing this. Like lads can go out and drink pints. Whereas like realistically, you could just pull your, pull yourself back and say, listen, I I I seen one of I can't remember how long it would go ago would have been probably a year ago. Jake did a a post. It definitely was before lockdown and before um, all this COVID stuff. And it was like, listen, you could have. Like you know, your your ten pints and then your scram, your, your your kebab afterwards, and then a big fry up the next day, and that's about like what four five thousand calories. Or you could have you know two less pints, eight pint eight pints, and um some a nice salad, and then a nice well cooked breakfast when you get home, and you literally take the take the calorie consumption down by about two thousand. So yeah, I, I think it just it comes down to, to to your priority there, and whether you you do have that drive to be like right. I'm very committed to this fitness goal. I can still go out and have a good time with my mates, but at what cost am I willing to let myself uh, let myself go, so to speak, tonight? Am I going to be full send, 10 pints, all the calories I want? Give me all of them calories, you know? Or am I going to be, like, quite conservative, still get a bit pissed and have a good time, but make sure that I, I know that I am on this, this fitness journey and, and I don't want to let myself go? Because obviously we all know as well, if you get absolutely twatted, you're probably not in the best shape to go to to go full send in the gym the next day, you know. So it's just like I say, I think it's just a like Jake said, it's a matter of priority. I'd also add to that, having not had a night out for a year, uh, I definitely wish I'd gone full sendies a few more times last year. <laughs> mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for yeah, sure. I mean, Greg, ignoring all my messages now. Yeah, I, I actually I genuinely I, I, I'm a believer in you don't even have to cut it out on the weekends. It's a release. Mm. If you're going, if you're working bloody hard Monday to Friday, whether it's in the office or or if it's on your fitness goal, is it is like 20 pints on a Saturday night going to change? Going to make you any slower on the bike? I just don't even think it would. What's your viewpoint on that? 
Yeah, what's that? I was I was looking at Jake there helping me out. Context, context. It's very different for Jake because Jake's work is fitness. Yeah, I tell you, it's great. My, my, I mean? the book. It, it is fitness, and it's it, and it, it's a dip, it's a bit different. But for for people that work outside of the industry, uh, they need everyone needs a release. Can't yeah. be can't be you can't be switched on twenty four seven. Otherwise, no. you'll not get there. You've got to have a bit of uh, time away from your training program or or, or work. Yeah, and, and that's what I mean. I think Jake's. I think Jake's business in itself is revolved around that in terms of like we like you mentioned there if you cut if you know if you it's it's the you know the, the devil we all know if you cut out too much you, you you seek that one thing and then you probably end up jake probably had loads of uh, experience with his clients are doing this if you know if you say i, I fucking love chocolate but he was too, a lunatic too... so he didn't eat his dog <laughs> <laughs> if he's going like i fucking everyone like someone's like i really love chocolate but it's so bad for you that i can't eat it then a probably couple of weeks, maybe a couple of months down the line, you're gonna you're gonna speak to that person. They're gonna go, listen, I had five dairy milks today because I just couldn't go another day without it. So, like you say, yeah, is twenty pints gonna make you a bit slower on the bike? You probably are gonna go a little bit slower, especially if you go in, if you go Honestly, straight after the meat would. Nah, <laughs> even just the piss breaks are gonna make a difference there. <laughs> well, I'm not saying I have twenty pints and go out on the bike. <laughs> Have a have twenty pints on a day session on a Saturday, and then you probably back, you'll be back on the bike on a Monday, and you won't be any slower for it. It's all in the mind as well. It's in the mind. People will go out on that Monday thinking, "Oh, I fucked it on Saturday, chopped all those pints, and now I'm going to be really slow," and they've got a mental block in their head. Whereas if they go in with it thinking, "Oh, I had twenty pints, I need to work that off and go twice as hard," probably be faster. Don't disagree, but I listened to a podcast yesterday. Can't remember whose podcast it was, um, and he was talking about talking about this exact scenario, right? And it was like Monday to Friday, you've got such strict fitness goals, and you know you revolve your life around being so, you know, um, I guess military esque to to achieving them, and then you just go out on, on the weekend and absolutely, you know, you have a good time, you do whatever, but it almost gets to the point where you, you're looking forward to a Friday because you've completed a Monday or you've completed a week, sorry. And and, and, mm. and surely that's not a good mentality to have because you know, you, then you start looking at fitness as a as a chore as opposed to something that you enjoy doing. It is um, my point of view on that. Rather than a lot sort of a lifestyle. Yeah. yeah. The gyms are bloody boring though, aren't they? Well, <laughs> the gym. Uh-huh. Go on, Jake. What are you saying, Jake? I, th- I think there are people who, who actually enjoy it. I think Dan's definitely got a very... I'm going to throw the word toxic out. A toxic Ooh. relationship with fitness. <laughs> um, I think there are people who enjoy it, uh, who it is a bit of a release for them. Um, like for me personally, my job isn't in the gym anymore. It's at a desk and especially given they've been closed for like eight months, going to the gym now is the one time when my phone goes on silent. I don't reply to any clients. I don't do any work. It's like just me time listening to some music and it's actually a bit of a release. And that's a time I enjoy and I look forward to. I think when you get to that point where you stop doing fitness for just some kind of aesthetic reason or some kind of, um, punishment reason or burning calories reason and you do it because of the way it makes you feel yeah there's always going to be aesthetic things in the background but I think most people if they just stop exercising in any way you realize you feel worse for it and you'll yeah. start doing it because of how it makes you feel and and the positive things um, you'll do it on the weekend if you've got if you feel like you've got time for it or if you've not got plans because you enjoy it not because You've, you've done Monday through Friday and ticked it off. Yeah. Um, Dan, in your scenario, obviously you're working every hour God sends. If you're adding fitness on top of that, it's probably because you think you should, not because you actually want to, which again is probably going to... It's a strange one, you know, because I do enjoy it. I do enjoy it, but if I can not do it, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it is a strange one, like... I'm smashing the bike now and I absolutely love it. I get addicted to it. I do enjoy it and I do want to get faster on the bike, but I also like getting the dominoes on a Friday night and things like that. Mm. 
I, 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 I completely, I think it's a balance. It's a 100%. difficult one. Uh, yeah, it's got to be yeah. a balance there for sure. Yeah, huge balance. And I think, uh, that, I think that comes back to the uh, obesity thing as well, by the way. on, on um, There's definitely an argument to be made that you can be a bit bigger mm. and be healthy. Like someone who, uh, who who does cycle a lot or goes to the gym a lot uh, and is, is cardiovascularly uh, fitter is potentially healthier than someone who, who drinks a lot of pints, smokes, but is lean. Yeah. Um, that's always the argument thrown back. You, you can't deny that obesity is a health, a health condition and has its own own risks. But um, I think you could have a dom- you can have a Domino's on a Friday night and still partake in fitness for sure. Monday, Monday through well through the week. So, mm-hmm. and what just to yeah, I guess to one of the things to, to wrap up on that I, I sort of wanted to delve into because I haven't seen a massive um, I haven't had a, um, that much experience with it. I mean. If you're not a PT and if you don't work in the industry, I don't know why you would unless you were specifically involved. But obviously, you, your partner is 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 um, is also is does the same stuff that you do in terms of dealing with clients and has her own fitness journey and stuff like that. Is there any? Do you see any main differences um, between the, the you know the male and female clients that you have in terms of like what their goals may be or um, the things that they struggle with uh, or things like that? What, do you see any any any? sort of specific differences there that are that do crop up and you're like that that seems to be more of a female thing or that seems to be more of a male um women definitely are obsessed with with bums and glutes at the moment right no um, no no just having a big ass um, right. and just wanting to work on um <laughs> yeah work on glutes um that's just an unbelievably big trend in in it's not even the fitness industry. Like it comes from the, the um, like Kylie Jenner and that lot um, and Kim Kardashian. That's where it all originated. Um, and then everyone was training glutes and then, and there's people selling glute guides and all these sort of things. Um, so that's definitely a thing. And that's definitely come from, um, from media, from social media and all those sort of things. Um, oh, females. I think one thing that, you'll see with females a lot is obviously the menstrual cycle side of things potentially they don't understand their own menstrual cycle that that actually happens quite a lot um so they don't understand that their weight's going to spike in the latter half of their menstrual cycle and then they get disheartened and want to throw in the towel because uh, the weight's gone up even if they're actually moving in the right direction say if their goal is weight loss um a little bit more emotional um but to be honest, my experience working with females versus males is uh, females generally make a lot less excuses and are right. uh, generally more adherent. Um, they're more willing to go, actually, I've hired you. You're the person with the expertise. And I understand that you like understand my life. So you're not going to ask me to do things that are unreasonable. I'll, I'll, I'll do my best to move towards what you're asking yeah that's men, a fair enough point. men generally better at making excuses yeah what's it what excuses do you get what excuses do you get just oh, the days that the weeks got away from me um it's all been a blur um thirsty thursday <laughs> thirsty thursdays um just not check not checking in on time um right. so they'll have a set check-in day i'll come to do it it's not done um, I was work. terrible for that like wasn't I Jay I don't think to be honest mate I didn't even have like a proper setup when I was coaching back then Dan like I wouldn't have even had a set check-in day we just had a call every now and again yeah um, it's yeah. a lot more sort of like run like a business now as opposed to mm. what it what it was which was me just finishing up at university and uh, finding my feet with it um, but yeah they'll have a set ch- Kept sending yeah. me Clem Boot Roll. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about the diet, yeah. Dan. Just pop one of these in the morning. <laughs> you, know how I, you know how I mentioned uh, men making excuses, things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He wouldn't stop going on about heart palpitations. I was like, just fucking pop another pill, would you? <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. And that's interesting to know about the, the women to men thing as well with the excuses and stuff like that. Um, perfect. Okay, is there any more any anything else you want to add? 
I'll do start trade, one question. Do you are you training at the minute, Finkel? What's your what do you do for fitness? Um, I'm actually I've I've I haven't I haven't done uh, much since I since I moved to Valencia. I move I move quite a lot, but um, you in Valencia? I, yeah, I live in Valencia. Yeah. Bloody hell! Yeah, teaching it. Um, but last year and and the year before that, I was I was massively in it. I was in a five day five day split, so like I was um essentially doing full full body splits five days a week. Um, and and I had a lot a bit of cardio in that as well. I was I was running three times a week, um, so I was massively into it. But like Jake says, I mean, I just really enjoyed the, I I really enjoyed that part, but specifically during lockdown when I didn't have fuck all else going on. That was like something yeah. that I could really put my heart into and, and, and really concentrate on. Um, I've started getting into the home training, man. Yeah, I'm never ever going to go back to a gym. No, nah. What sort of stuff you got at home? Oh man, I've bought everything. <laughs> bought everything. Um, I've got out like I've I yeah uh, I bought a Swift turbo sorry not a Swift turbo truck but I bought a turbo trainer for the bike so I can jump on Swift and then jump on a bit of a cardio plan on the bike. I've got uh this this we bought a pull up bar put on the side of the house. We've got like a tricep dip dip rig and pull up bar in the garage now. With and we've got I bought a barbell with that goes up to like 120 kilos. So I've got more than I'll ever need. I've got I've got two 20 kg dumbbells, I've bought a war ball. Ugly bought the same one. But yeah, the, uh, it squashes him every time it lands on him though. Poor lad. <laughs> Hasn't got the legs to get back out the squat. <laughs> Honestly, I've never, I've never actually done do a war ball, so <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll come back to that. Me, one. you 24 hour war ball challenge. Let's go, mate. Any day. Mm. I'm still uh, blown away by that road challenge. To be fair, I'd be. Yeah, massive. That was crazy. I'm pretty sure Dan bet me. To be fair, he did give me. He did give me a wager that wouldn't complete it. He also said he'd come. He'd come and help. Uh, both of which, I think, I won. <laughs> well, we all know I'm good at saying things. I <laughs> <laughs> oh, is good at talking. This has been thoroughly enjoyable, boys. Um, yeah, it was a good conversation, sir. And yeah, uh, I didn't didn't want to run it too far into other stuff that you know we can we can talk about on another day. Uh, I specifically specifically wanted to deal with the body images and you know the the easy the 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 ease that you can you can lose your your way and lose your track. And it was good, great to have Jake and Dan on. You know, Dan, Dan with the experience that he has had, Jake with the extensive experience essentially of other people's of other people's uh, issues regarding that sort of stuff. And I, I really wanted to, to speak about people's problems and, and the ways to, 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 to get out of them problems. And I think Jake, the, the main thing that we can take away here is it's really important to have a sense of what you actually want, because if you don't, then what are you training for? Just if you're if, oh, fair enough, if you're just training for the fun of it and you enjoy that. But if you, if you actually have a goal, you need to, you need to really think about your goal and, uh, and, and why you're, you're trying to achieve that. You know, you, do you think that, do you think that's the, the principle of it? Yeah, I think that would be fair. Um, and and is it, you know, if it's just an aesthetic goal, is it in some sort of uh, understand or, or hope that it's going to bring you happiness that actually you would find from elsewhere? Uh, do you have problems with your mental health? Do you have problems with your relationships with people, your family, etc.? And you think that being leaner is going to solve any of those things? Mm. Uh from experience, being leaner didn't solve any of my problems, but it definitely brought up some problems. Right. Um, so yeah, um, there's ne- definitely not any gold at the end of the um, get leaner pot um, for most people, anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm literally, I just want to be skinny fat, to be honest. I don't even I, like just get down to a normal size. I just can't be bothered trying to put the effort in and what goes with the maintenance of a decent rig. Is that, the, is, that the, work. is that the final, the Dan's um, final closing final, statement? <laughs> closing I'm a believer statement. you've got to do what you enjoy. This is what me and Jake would have rooks about. He'd try and put like deadlifts in my program and stuff. <laughs> Stop and putting just, deadlifts in, lad. This is just no, it's just no good for us because I'm not looking forward to going to the gym that night. I, progr- <laughs> I need to program what I want to, I need to program the stuff that I enjoy doing. Yeah. Like lap pull downs, man. The lap, give me more of them lap pulled up. So what is the what's the what's the closing statement of the of the of the pod, Dan? And we'll leave it there. Oh, that on you. What's the closing Jeez. statement? Mate, right. he can't do pressure. He's 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 in a hole here. Yeah. Closing statement. Bloody hell. 
you just got to find uh, some kind of fitness that you can enjoy and stick to and, and, and keep uh, consistent with. Perfect. Yeah, consistency and enjoyment, I think, is, uh, is fair to say that. No, is Jake, it... I won't plug you. <laughs> oh, yeah, if anyone wants to find Jake, where can they where can they find you, Jake, if they want to listen to more of your stuff? Yeah, um, just uh, unsubscribe to this podcast and subscribe hmm. to our podcast, <laughs> and that would be, be a good start. Um, no, um, JVH Fitness, so JVH underscore fitness on Instagram, um, and anything that I'm doing will be uh, posted around there. Um, I post fairly regularly on that for sure all right who's gonna win the honda classic jay oh my god um i have no idea you put any bets on i've put i read i don't know if anyone's seen the uh accumulator that got put on for the for cheltenham the guy yeah, who cashed out. yeah 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 mate bet fred's bet they called him especially just to just to offer a cash out didn't they yeah yeah yeah, yeah. On the back of that, I decided to put a four-fold accumulator on the four major winners this year. Um, that's, that's all the gambling I've done. Um, I don't really gamble anymore unless it's just like something silly that's going to make me ridiculous money. Yeah. So so who's going to win the Honda Classic, Dan? And we'll end on that. Lee Westwood's on good form. So he's going to win it, is he? Two seconds in a row. He's going to be hungry. There's no good players playing this week either. No, all right. They're all saving themselves for the match play next week. So there you go. There you go. He just hasn't got an arse. <laughs> hasn't got can't, an arse. He can't go into the last day winning, can he? Apparently not. So there you go. There's your final. There, there's your final words. Enjoyment, consistency, and Lee Westwood hasn't got an arse. There you go, guys. Mm-hmm. It's been it's been a pleasure chatting as well. Uh, make sure to stick around next week, and we'll talk about something else as controversial, maybe. See you later, boys. Thanks for coming on. Cheers, lads. Cheers, mate.